0: KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa.
1: The Oklahoma City Thunder have exercised the demons.
2: Yeah, they have.
1: No more of this first quarter defensive lapse nonsense. I now, love that. albeit, the Portland Trailblazers had like six players that could play or seven players. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. I can't count. But rest assured, the Thunder break a three-game home losing streak tonight by defeating the Portland Trailblazers 119-106. What a game it was. Brady Trantham here alongside Miss Madison Morris with Matt Burton back in studio. Keeping us afloat, keeping us alive. And we are live here right now at the Flint Restaurant beneath the Cold Court Hotel in downtown Oklahoma City. It's a lovely, lovely evening. It's not too cold. It's not too windy. None of that stuff. So, Thunder fans, if you're just now leaving the arena, if you're just driving around and you want some good food, you want some good drinks, and you want to just hang out with us here, Coming out to Flint, there's plenty of room. We can have some fun. But Madison, the Thunder, let's see. Four four games. Now, not a four-game losing streak. They did defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves on Monday. But four mm-hmm. games in a row where the first quarter defense has been abysmal. Now, yeah. in that Minnesota game, at least the Thunder were able to keep the scoring up. Now, right. in these first quarters, 41 points surrendered by the, um, to the Los Angeles Lakers, 33 to Minnesota. Uh, 38 to the Toronto Raptors, who were just hitting miracle shots left and right. 38 to the Miami Heat. Mm -hmm. Those games were over, except for Minnesota, because the Thunder were able to score 30 in that game in that first quarter. Those games were over before it even began. Now, we saw tonight the Thunder cleaned up everything, and I I get it. Portland fans, I understand if you're listening to 107.7 right now, I understand. You're out CJ McCollum. You're out a lot of guys. Kent Bazemore and half the team was just traded a few hours before the game. (laughs) Um, Kent Bazemore is currently in the transfer portal as we speak. He's a, whoa, I don't know what's going on in here. No, um, we get that. But the Thunder needed this win. They needed something just they needed an example of, oh yeah, we actually are a good defensive right. team at times. No,
2: oh my goodness, they definitely needed needed this one. And I thought they did a great job taking care of business uh, right out of the gate, and that's exactly what they needed to do because they outscored Portland thirty-two to twenty-four in the first quarter, and that has just been their oh, that's been their weakness this past few games because it's just it's not looking good for them in the first half. I want to say the first quarter, but it's just the first half. They're not playing good it's, basketball. It, it's
1: the first half.
2: Yeah, it is the first half as a whole because they're not playing good basketball. They're having to claw their way back in. They're having to really do a lot of cleanup work. And tonight they didn't have to do that. They took care of business right out of the gates. And that's exactly what uh, Thunder fans were wanting to do. That's exactly what Chris Paul was saying last night that they needed to start doing. So, honestly, this looks like a totally different team. They looked focused. Um they looked like they were ready to play basketball. They uh were shooting pretty well. I mean despite, you know, having a little bit of a starting lineup change. We saw Hamadou Diallo slide in, Darius Baisley getting another start in the starting lineup. That was huge for those guys. Um I thought they played pretty well. I mean they were feeding off of each other. They were playing aggressive. Uh Nerlens Noel well even picked up a technical foul in this game. It had it- everything. It just looked great and I was uh I was pleasantly surprised, Brady.
1: Yeah. Now you know, Hamadou Diallo <laughs> filling in for Terrence Ferguson, who left yes last night's game, mm-hmm. uh, last night's loss against the Miami Heat, mind you, uh, with an illness, uh, still listed out tonight with an illness. Uh, Hamadou Diallo with uh, a whopping four points and one rebound, and then you got Darius Baisley coming in for uh, Danilo Gallinari with a career high, or season high, but also his career high, because Darius Baisley is a rookie, He's three, a rookie. 13 rebounds, nine points. you got a lot of contributions from everybody, but... I guess the story is going to be Chris Paul's season high 30 points scoring. Woo! I mean, again, this was a game that the veterans were going to have to win because you're you're shorthanded. Portland is shorthanded. Yes, we get that. Oklahoma City themselves shorthanded as mm-hmm. well. But because of how the last four games have gone, the Thunder are one and three in those games. Overall, over the last ten games, it's been fine. But there's been this little trend that started to like rear its ugly head of that first half that you talked about. To get over that. It's going to have to come from guys like Danilo Gallinari or yeah. Chris Paul. No Danilo Gallinari tonight, so it was the Chris Paul show with his 30-point output.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, Chris Paul looked great. He is—he did exactly what I think Thunder fans are expecting from Chris Paul because, I mean, obviously he's been that clutch player the past couple of months. He's really been showcasing a lot of good talent. That's exactly what he did tonight, kind of going through his box score. He was 11 of 15 tonight, 3 of 5 from the three-point line. He was perfect at the uh, free throw line with going 5 of 5. Like Brady said, he was 30 points. He did uh, 40, or sorry, 40. That would be incredible. Four rebounds and seven assists. Wow. Yeah, man, that would, that would be what a good is, record.
1: But, who is this guy, Michael Cage? <laughs> with the jerry curl and all.
2: Yeah, no, Chris Paul, he, he was just playing really well tonight. And uh, he was really finding these guys. He was playing like a good... Uh, teammate. He was just, you know, it just looked really good. He was playing uh, a really well-rounded game, and I think that's exactly what this team needed. Uh, he was really communicating well with Sh- uh, Shea just alexander out there, who also had a pretty outstanding game himself. And, uh, you know, it just, it looked like a good team win because they were, they were playing together. They were exercising a lot of uh, good talent out there against, you know, kind of, I know we said it a few times, but a little bit of a shorthanded Blazers team, but I mean, they still had some good talent out there with guys like, um, Anthony Simons, uh, Damian <laughs> Lillard. Who's that? I know. Right. And, uh, okay. Get this. Uh, A Gary Trent Jr. shooting 30 points against the Thunder? Who is Gary?
1: Who was sick last night, by the way, Ah. in Portland's loss on the road to the Dallas Mavericks. And he got some good rest
2: to play well tonight. Yeah,
1: and he basically had to play because, like I said, the the Blazers just had nobody. CJ McCollum rolled his ankle last night. He's probably going to be out for the foreseeable future, unfortunately. He wasn't able to go tonight, but... Um, I guess we'll get this out of the way. Carmel Anthony got a nice little standing ovation for, uh, from the home crowd he at did. Chesapeake. This was his second return game. As everybody should remember, the first return game Carmel Anthony had was last year with the Houston Rockets mm-hmm. in a very forgettable, yet at the same time, very rememberable performance mm-hmm. by Carmel Anthony because I think he was one of 11.
2: Oh, he shot it was, horribly. It was so
1: bad that I felt bad for him.
2: I felt bad for him, too, last year because, uh, yeah, he was with the Rockets when he first came back to Oklahoma City. It was his
1: last game with the Rockets. Yes, he was. It he was, was waived shortly thereafter.
2: Man, got, like thinking back on that game, it was such a bad uh, showing of Carmelo Anthony because Thunder fans, they really liked this guy when he was here in Oklahoma City. And then he goes off to Houston and just has this horrible performance with the Rockets when they come to Oklahoma City and then shortly waved after. Very disappointed to see him go out like that. He does come back with the Trailblazers tonight. Shot 4 of 13. He was 0 of 3 from the three-point line. Only finished with about nine points. Had four rebounds. Um, yeah, not the best showing from Carmelo Anthony. He also had two turnovers. He did have a block. I don't know. It was a pretty quiet night from uh, Mello. I don't even care, though. I personally was really excited to see him back because I think, you know, Portland, that's a good fit for him right now because they're actually, you know, utilizing him. I think he fits in a lot better there. So I'm glad he is getting another chance. However, did come back to Oklahoma City tonight. It wasn't exactly the Mello performance that I think some people Madison Morris was hoping for. So, yeah, you know, Carmelo Anthony's still a great player, just tonight wasn't his night.
1: Yeah, Carmelo Anthony stands. Go ahead and at Madison Morris and either send her love or hate for what she just said. Guys, about-
2: I'm sorry. He's, he's my all-time favorite player. You know, I grew up, I had a mellow poster, went back in his Nuggets days. Was that it was on in. your ceiling? No, it was on my ceiling. <laughs> it was on my wall as a young girl, and uh, I was a basketball fan growing up. I loved Carmelo Anthony. Uh, I really loved him with he- when he was with the Nuggets. And so, yeah, I've just always followed his career over the, oh, my gosh, however long he's been in the league. And so I was excited to see him tonight. wasn't the best performance, but you know what? He's just one of those players. He could literally just sit sit on the bench, and I'd be excited. Exactly.
1: It's, be- it's been this season of good feelings by Thunder fans. Now, of course, that, that should come with uh, the – the fact that Kevin Durant is sitting this season out with the torn Achilles, and he plays in the Eastern Conference, so you're not going to see a lot of that. But Paul George comes back to town for the first time a few weeks ago with the Clippers, standing ovation. In my opinion, deserved. I I appreciated that from the Oklahoma City crowd. Russell Westbrook, we all knew, was going to get... Such love, such appreciation. That was such a great night for Oklahoma City. Just just, regardless of the basketball team of the Thunder, that was such a great night for this city and for the state, for this region. And then Carmelo Anthony. Yes, I mean, even as a media member, even as a media member that's covered the Thunder for the last three or four years um, with the one hundred and seven point seven franchise, that was a one of my more. Favorable Memories was covering Carmelo yes. Anthony. He is such a such a joy to cover. He is such oh, a joy yes. to talk to. And so I, I'm appreciative to the Oklahoma City fans that they are still appreciative of just the simp- the little amount of time that they were able to spend with yes. Carmelo yes. Anthony.
2: Oh, absolutely. 100%. That was my very first year covering the Thunder. And it was my second year with the franchise, but I had never covered an NBA team before. And my first year getting to cover the Thunder was Carmelo Anthony, Paul George in his first season at Oklahoma City, and Russell Westbrook.
1: Yikes. Y'all, that was
2: so... So memorable, and I mean, for a lot of different reasons. But getting to cover, <laughs> getting to cover Carmelo Anthony. Who's this I'm
1: Donovan the- Mitchell rookie guy?
2: Who's <laughs> Good that? Good Lord! Thunder yeah. got this in five. Honestly, getting to cover mellow was such a joy. So, you know, I really do. I think that was so awesome that Thunder fans were able to welcome him back so well tonight.
1: Now, with the Thunder tonight, uh, we kind of highlighted it already. Chris Paul finishes with 30 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds. Shea Gillis-Alexander, 22 points, 10 rebounds. His rebounding has really picked up over the last two to three weeks or so. And it's really kind of, this is a half-court offense. This is a half-court team. This team... Like, this isn't the Thunder of old where they had Russell Westbrook, Paul George, they had Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, guys that could just run the floor and the possession would immediately start, and those teams were so high up in the league in terms of pace. This is not that same Thunder team with older guys and younger guys who aren't really known for their athleticism. Shea Gilson-Alexander is not known for his athleticism, That's not a knock on him. He's still very good. Oh, for sure. He's still a very methodical basketball player. But, you know, with, with his increased rebounding, it's really helped out with the Thunder's pace. It's really helped out with their offense, even though it's kind of stagnated as of late. They're kind of in a little bit of a transition period in the middle of the season. But it is officially we're officially past the midpoint of the year so oh, yeah this is when you know you're kind of tinkering things around this is when offenses start to kind of stagnate everybody's kind of just crawling to the all-star break you and I are <laughs> crawling to the all-star break we want a week off too
2: I can't believe that's almost here I was setting my availability for February and then I was like wait a minute there's not a thunder game for like a week and oh it's the all-star break that's nuts it's almost here y'all so yeah. I uh get your voting in
1: yeah nurland Noel off the bench 15 points five rebounds Uh, Dennis Schroeder 15 points uh, four assists three rebounds kind of a little bit of a dip in terms of production for Dennis Schroeder in terms of scoring uh, as to what we had seen the previous almost two months now Dennis Schroeder is a streaky player this is still at this point a little surprising but it shouldn't surprise you if you followed him you know, pretty much his entire career. Yeah. He's a streaky guy, but when he's not scoring, it does take a little bit extra from the Thunder. They were able to get that from Chris Paul and Shea Gildas Alexander tonight. But I want to take this moment to segue into our Thunder player of the game tonight, because it might be something you're not expecting.
0: Now, the franchise Thunder player of the game, brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmund.
1: You can go a lot of ways with this one. Listeners out there are probably thinking, oh, they're going to go Chris Paul. And you know what? You're probably right. Chris Paul is probably the player of the game. 30 points. Uh, we talked to him last night in the locker room. He was as professionally and cordially frustrated as you can possibly possibly be as a human being. I love that. You could tell how mad he was yeah. that they had lost a second game in a row, third game in a row at home. That's something that this team should not do because they beat bad teams. This, this Thunder team, are they elite? No. No. Are they terrible? Absolutely not. They are a good team. Good teams beat teams at home. Good teams beat teams that are technically worse than them in terms of talent and and roster talent. And you could tell Chris Paul was frustrated. So you knew he was coming in tonight and going, I'm not going to let this team lose. And you can certainly tell by his stat line the way he played tonight with his season-high 30 points. Mm -hmm. But I am going to go Lou Dort! Ooh. With my Thunder player of the game. with That's his, not
2: what I was expecting. With
1: his defense on Dame Lillard, his tenacity, his physicality, his hustle, yeah. and his whopping seven points and two assists. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> two steals. My goodness. Lou Dort, he was playing with the Blue the other night. He is an absolute hustle guy. Mm-hmm. And Thunder fans have, in, in his limited time with the Thunder this season, have loved watching him play. I've got to say, I... I don't know if this is hot take-ish, but the Thunder may have something with Lou Dort. Because that guy goes out there and competes his ass off every time. The few opportunities he gets, he goes out there and competes his ass off. He at least has the right idea. He had a three-point foul on Dame Lillard. And it, like, Billy Donovan, it was so close, Billy Donovan had to um, ended up challenging it. He lost the challenge. But that kind of goes to tell you, he understands what he can get away with, what he can't get away with, and that... That savviness is rare in a rookie, Mm -hmm. and again, it just kind of goes into the the Thunder might have something in this two-way player in Lou Dort.
2: Yeah, no, no, I was super impressed with Lou Dort tonight. I was happy to see him uh, back playing with the Thunder. I thought he, you know, the, I don't don't even know, that feels like a freaking long time ago, the last time that he actually played for the Thunder, but... You know, I thought he's always looked pretty good when he does and so now having him back tonight, that was kind of exciting for Thunder fans to see just because exactly what Brady said. He plays his heart and soul into this team when he does. He's very successful with the blue. I think it carries over pretty well for the Thunder. My Thunder player of the game, however, is going to go to Nerland Noel, just because I was excited to see him back in. I thought he did really well last night and then tonight he comes back. He shot 6 of 7. He had 15 points. That was his season high tonight. He was 3 of 4 from the uh, free throw line. Uh, he had Five rebounds, two assists, and uh, he had two blocks. I don't remember a game where Nerlens Noel played and he didn't have a block because he plays some pretty aggressive defense. I like Nerlens Noel. I like what he's doing. I like how he can come in and uh, relieve Stephen Adams a little bit. So uh, he's going to be my player of the game. I thought he played hard. I said this uh, a little bit earlier in the show, but he got a technical tonight. He was he ready was, to play. He was, testy. he was Man, he was testy. I've never seen New Orleans as well like that.
1: Again, you saw the vets on this team just really, like, we're not this bad. We are not. No. Th- the team that you saw last night that gave up six of seven three-pointers in mm-hmm. the first quarter of the Miami Heat, the team that you saw last Saturday night that gave up a near triple-double to Rajon Rondo. Not 2007 <laughs> Rajon Rondo. 2020 20 Rajon yeah. Ronda. That's not us. Yeah. And you saw the vets really try to impose their will tonight. Yes. And it, it's a good thing to see because in an 82-game season, even great elite teams go through little ruts. Now, they might not be as pronounced as what the Thunder had to go through over these last few And who knows? The Thunder could very well just continue this first quarter, first half defensive laps the next game. But at mm-hmm. least for tonight, and yes, Portland was shorthanded, but sometimes you just, Madison, sometimes you just need – an example, no matter who the competition is against, you just need an yeah. example and a reminder of, no, this is what you guys are capable of. Yeah, you Go out there and do it. And I'm pretty sure that's what Billy, Don- Billy Donovan is stressing to these guys in the locker room right now.
2: I mean, yeah. No, absolutely. Especially Chris Paul, the way that you... I wasn't in the locker room last night, and so I really love the fact that he did... Uh, express some disappointment because that shows a true leader right there because he's not afraid to say what's really on his mind. And so I like that. I think they carried that over uh, into tonight. They played really hard, and Nerland as well showed that. That's why he's my player of the game. So, yeah, I was just all around impressed with these guys. I thought they played really well.
1: Now, Matt Burton, Deontay Burton, your cousin, your first cousin, not twice removed, nine points tonight, three rebounds, and really looked... Much more confident. I mean, obviously with the nine points, much more confident than we've seen Deontay Burton in the last few opportunities he's been able to play with the Thunder, which is a good sight to see. I think Deontay Burton at this point is a fan favorite whenever he's on the floor. He seems to do something exciting. Even last night, um, he was on the floor for not ten seconds, and he jacked up a three against the Miami Heat zone, and it was a really bad miss. But everybody should probably remember his big block on uh, Hassan Whiteside that got the crowd really uh, energized last night. But tonight, for Deontay Burton fans at least, and, it, and of course you as a family member, as of a course. loving family member, yep. very good sight to see Deontay Burton actually contribute to a, a, a winning effort tonight for the Thunder.
0: It was. You said people need to remember the uh, block last night, and I haven't stopped thinking about it since last <laughs> night. So that's at least one person that remembers that block. Um, no, he played great tonight. He played great. I love seeing it. I mean, last night I kind of got onto him a little bit. That was just a little family, you know, constructive you got, criticism. You got to send
1: the, you got to send the critical yet encouraging text right. Yeah, career. you got to be yeah.
0: fair. You got to be. Yeah. I gotta, I'm fair and honest. You know. And Deontay's um, a smart guy. He understands
1: when the criticism is from a place of love.
0: Exactly. No, but I loved what I saw from Deontay tonight. I mean, his athleticism, his athleticism can save him at times, and we see that on the defensive end. And on the offensive end uh, as well, like tonight, couple couple big dunks, and uh, yeah, got got to work on his shooting a little bit, but it's fine. We'll get him in the gym. We'll get him in the gym. I'll get it. We'll get i sh- <laughs> I'll work with the shot. We'll work on his shot, and uh, we'll get him better. No, uh, thanks need- for leaving me the uh, layup on uh, player of the <laughs> game tonight. I appreciate there, that, uh, Chris there Paul. There you go. Not only because 30 points, awesome. 11 to 15 from the field, awesome. But the Thunder absolutely had to get off to a better start than they had been, and it was all led by Chris Paul tonight. And uh, they didn't give up 40 in the first quarter. Exactly.
1: No, no, I asked Billy Donovan pregame because, like, these first quarter lapses, it wouldn't be – I'm not trying to say that it would be comfortable if these first first quarter lapses were as a result of one thing because as a coach or as a player, even if it's because you're just giving up a ton of rebounds in those those first quarter lapses, that's not a comfortable thing because you're giving up a ton of rebounds. But the thing for the Thunder is the Lakers, they gave them a ton of rebounds. Uh, Minnesota, they just couldn't defend anything. Mm-hmm. Although the Thunder were able to keep up with scoring, so it didn't necessarily matter. Toronto, they turned the ball over every single possession. Dennis Schroeder's first, uh, first three possessions, he handled the ball, turnovers.
2: Yeah. Slotty. Miami,
1: they couldn't defend the three-point shot. Yeah. Miami shot six to seven from the three-point line. So I asked Billy basically in the pregame, is it less encouraging or is it concerning at all that these first quarter lapses have been all different things. Because if it's one thing, you can just simply sit back and film and say, clean up the boards and we'll be fine. And Billy just kind of kind of steered around and said, you know, at times you're playing teams that are just hot. Miami yeah. was hot last night. Toronto got hot. And I can kind of understand that as well. It's an A2 game grind. You're going to see this over and over and over again. But it still remains. You've got to clean something up. And again... This was the perfect time for the Thunder to do that with Portland being so shorthanded. And credit to them, because the Thunder were shorthanded themselves. Terrence Ferguson was out with an illness. Danilo Gallinari is out with rest. So they're shorthanded in their own right, mm-hmm. but they were still able to take care of business. That's exactly what they did. And now they've maybe perhaps course-corrected at least for their next uh, two-game road trip. Yeah, for
2: sure. This is exactly what they needed, especially with what's coming up for them. And so I'm just happy that they were able to figure some stuff out because they're a good team. I think Thunder fans know what they're capable of. You and I, we know what they're capable of. We get to see them in practice. We get to talk to them. We get to see them on the court. They're a good team. And so they have been very much so emphasizing what they need to fix. I'm just glad that they could get it fixed tonight. So good for them. Good for
1: them, even though Steven Adams, like, you know, missing – Last night's game against the Miami Heat, one of seven from the from the field. Three points, or five points, excuse me, three assists, nine rebounds. Bless his heart, he's got a bruise on his knee, and he's trying his heart out. <laughs> he's diving all over the floor, and Thunder fans are just going, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Hamadou Diallo in his start, I believe his first start of the season, four points, one rebound, one steal. A lot of stuff from a lot of different players tonight. But you're going to, for the next 30 minutes or so, you are still stuck with Madison, Morris, Matt Burton, and Brady Trantham. Sorry about you. Live from the Flint Restaurant beneath beneath the Colcord Hotel in downtown Oklahoma City. Just a stone's throw from Chesapeake Energy Arena. So for fans that are still trickling out, walking around, if you're looking for a good, warm place to get some drinks, get some food, please come over to Flint. It's starting to fill up, so come have fun with us. Come say hi. All those good things. We're a good time. Yeah, but we've got you for another 30 minutes with this stuff. We're going to go take you around the association next segment, see what the scores around the league have been looking like. We're going to go a little bit deeper into this game, maybe preview the Thunder schedule moving forward. So stick with us here at 107.7, the franchise in Oklahoma City, 107.9. And Tulsa, you are listening to the Thunder First Take Post Game show. Look how
2: far we've come, come baby. baby.
1: Oh, yeah. little Shania. Madison Morris said one of the most sweetest things I've ever heard. I'm
2: just sitting here trying to buy my Shania Twain tickets. (laughs) I personally am not buying Shania Twain tickets. Wow. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to hate on Shania. I just, I I don't. You are. It's
1: okay, but move on.
2: No, I don't like country music. Oh. I know. I feel like I'm about to get burned by, like, all of Oklahoma. I don't like country music. I like Shania. I respect her. You're still but no I one I'm not going to go pay money to see her. I'm sorry. Two.
1: Now, she's very talented.
2: She, I'm, yeah.
1: You know who else is talented? The Oklahoma City Thunder, because they <laughs> just beat the brakes off of what could be loosely called the Portland Trailblazers tonight. You know, everybody's least favorite team. Because, as everybody remembers, Uh, just last postseason, Dame Lillard eliminated the Oklahoma City Thunder with a 30-foot, as Paul George described it, a bad Bad shot. shot. Um, Eliminated the Thunder and ultimately killed what we knew as the Oklahoma City Thunder because Paul George and Russell Westbrook are now on different teams. And so (laughs) is Jeremy Grant. Shout-out to you, Jeremy Grant, balling out. Literally
2: crying now. Go on. Yes,
1: the Thunder defeat Portland tonight, 119-106. to 106. This is the Thunder First Take Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise 107.9. Up there in T-Town, we're all everybody's having fun, listening to the live music, having fun. Um, At all those awesome bars downtown. I I like Tulsa. Tulsa's a fun place. Tulsa's cool. But you are listening to... That's Madison Morris right there, who hates on Shania Twain.
2: No! Matt Burton
1: back in studio, who gave us Shania Twain music to come back into. And I am Brady Trantham, for whatever reason you want to listen to us. You can follow Madison on Twitter, at Madison Morris. Madison, please spell it, because, you know, I can't spell. Even though I'm a writer, I can't spell anything. It's
2: okay, and not everyone can. So it's uh, M-A-D-Y... S S O N. We got a little funky there, and Morris is spelled very basic, so you'll be able to find me. Uh, yeah, but just uh, throw a Y in there, add an extra S, and you got me.
1: Yeah, and if you're a large tonight Twain fan, just go ahead and at Madison and just tell her that she's wrong. It's that simple.
2: Yeah, I'm finishing up my tweet right now. No, <laughs> never! Don't do it. Uh, yeah, I just I like Shania Twain. Um, I don't listen to her ever unless I'm at Murphy's in Stillwater and they play what? I Shout know. out to Stillwater and uh, whatever that song is. What's is that song? I feel like a woman. Ba, 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 yeah, ba, that one. Ba, 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 ba. So Murphy's plays that one sometimes, and I'll listen to that one. So
1: Matt Burton, That's do you feel like it. a
0: woman right now? No, I do not. Very much no, feel like uh, feel like a man.
1: Well, okay, well, what's your Twitter Twitter handle, at least? Come on.
0: It is For the at, people out there. It is at Matt underscore Burton 22. I just shortened my name. My full name is Matt Tisson. Ah. M-A-T-T-Y-S-S-O-N is my full name. You have name. a Y also? Yep, yep. I know, Why? right? It's crazy. Must be an Oklahoma
2: that thing. Is incredible.
0: Oh, my
1: goodness. And by the way, I need to air some... Some personal dirty laundry out on the radio sphere. Oh, God. Madison, you and I have been covering the Thunder for what? This is our, is this our second season? This is our third season. Third season? Mm-hmm. Really?
2: Yeah. Mellow was the first season. Well, of so, for us last I, so I joined season. the
1: franchise during the playoffs, so that year uh, against the Utah Jazz. Two and a half. Yeah. And uh, you gave me the cold shoulder sh- shoulder a lot that uh, postseason, but it's no, okay. No, I did not. It's okay. I, I didn't write it down in my diary or anything, and I've remembered it at all. But um, he did. Okay, so let's say two and a half years, just to be just to be fair. Okay. So we've we'll been covering the Thunder. We've started a podcast, the OKC82 podcast on the Franchise Podcast Network, which you can find everywhere you listen to podcasts: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever. In fact, you're listening to the OKC82 podcast right now. Yes, you are. So if you're just now tuning in and you're like, man, I like these guys and gal, I want to listen <laughs> to them the entire time. We'll just go ahead in about an hour or so, type in OKC82, and you'll be able to hear this entire show where we break down the Thunder's win over the po- Trailblazers. Now... Last night you were on the postgame show after the Thunder lost to the Miami Heat with Chisholm Holland. I was. What did you say in the first ten seconds of that show?
2: I was just in the moment, but I said, Chisholm, I feel like we've been doing this postgame a lot lately, and now you are becoming one of my favorite people to do." No,
1: that. not one of. You said my favorite group to do this one with.
2: Oh. You can imagine how I much didn't I mean cried. To.
1: And look, you know, everybody, you need to come to the Flint restaurant beneath the Cold Court Hotel. Not just because they've got great drinks and great food, but because Kevin...
2: Kevin is the man. Is
1: the man. He just, you know, he just handed us glasses of water. And he is just <laughs> a gentleman and a scholar. And he's yep, the best. water. Please give him all your money. Give Please. him all your money. do it. Please do it. But no, Madison, your treachery did not go unnoticed.
2: I know. Brady, I do want to just... You know, put out a formal apology right now, Ron. radio. Hope so. I would hope so. So I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, I take back what I said last night, I would and hope so. uh, Brady, uh, you are you're my go-to partner. Oh, Chisholm's going to be crushed. Up. Shout out Chisholm Holland. You're still one of
1: he, my favorites. He's uh, he's probably at the press restaurant right now in the Plaza District, just going place. like. He's probably, he's probably crying, crying like I was in the locker room last night when I heard this. Oh,
2: I'm so sorry.
1: Anyway, <laughs> let's go to a more a enjoy- enjoyable subject. Burton, please take us around the NBA.
0: Let's go around the association for an NBA scoreboard update brought to you by Oklahoma Operation Lifesaver. I would love to take you all on this trip with me, and it's going to yes. be a long trip. There were 11 games tonight in the association, as Dave Garrett would refer to it. Uh The Clippers went to New Orleans and got a road win behind 39 points from Kawhi Leonard and 32 points from Lou Williams. They got the win, oh, 133 nice. to 130. Nothing? No, nothing? No, oh, uh, yes, for you?
2: Comment, commentating. Um, yep. That doesn't shock me at all. That doesn't Fair shock enough. me.
0: Fair enough. Um, I said this joke earlier in pregame, but I want to do it again. Uh, the Nets uh, lost at home to the Milwaukee Bucks tonight, one seventeen to ninety seven. But it's okay because Kyrie Irving has promised that there are better players coming to Brooklyn.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. one of the one of the NBA's more enjoyable teams to watch last season. Kyrie Irving's like, no, I, I want to destroy this, it's just like I destroyed Boston last year.
0: Uh, speaking of Boston, they took a L at home tonight to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Devin Booker had thirty-nine points and ten rebounds, but that was not the star of the night. The star of the night was Oklahoma State's own Marcus Smart, who had thirty-seven Woo! tonight. Marcus Smart. Who had thirty-seven points tonight? And get this—he's uh, not—he's not known as a three-point. Specialist by any means, right? Unless he's playing in Oklahoma City, but go ahead. He <laughs> <laughs> he shot fifty percent from three tonight. Eleven of twenty two from Jeez. three for Marcus Smart. Wait,
2: are you serious?
0: Eleven of twenty two. Say, that, say three. that one more time. Yes, yes. One more time. Eleven of
2: twenty two. My
0: from goodness gracious for Marcus Smart <laughs> that's, tonight.
2: That's insane.
1: Good for Marcus Hey, Smart.
2: good for Marcus. That yeah. is
1: insane in the membrane, you might
0: say.
2: You know, everybody deserves one of those games once in a while. And uh, shout out to Marcus Smart deciding he wants to shoot the three ball. I respect that.
0: I respect it. The oh. Atlanta Hawks uh, took a loss tonight at home to the Detroit Pistons, 136-103. to um, That one kind of explains itself. Just a-
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, the Hawks... They won a game last night they should not have won. I mean, everybody saw the Trey Young getting crossed up by DeJounte Murray, but Trey Young still got the dub. So th- this is fine. Now, Ryan, our very own Ryan Chapman, who's in the arena right now, he's probably in the locker room getting some good audio and video from the Thunder players. Uh, he's very excited about the Atlanta Hawks coming to town, I believe, next Friday. So uh, OU fans that happen to be Thunder fans, Trey Young's coming to town very soon.
2: Yay. Uh, Madison is
1: excited. You hear that, OSU
0: fans? Madison has betrayed you. That I am glad I didn't watch tonight. The New York Knicks uh, hosted the Philadelphia 76ers. That one went final with a score of 90 to 87.
2: Please tell me the 76ers won. 76ers won. 76ers won
0: 90 to
1: 87. Welcome back to 2006. George W. Bush is still president. (laughs) And, and the, the NBA center. scores are in, and the NBA scores are in the 90s. Yes.
2: That sounds horrible. And
0: the yeah, center is the focal point of the uh, offense, which it should be.
2: All right. I always say. good game. Well, you I'm say center, kidding.
1: but it's the Knicks, so it's a power forward, probably. Right. Playing. Right. <laughs> exactly. They're playing five All
0: power forwards. The, yeah,
2: they do the best they can. They've
1: got a killer band name with Bobby Port, Bobby Portis, and the Power Forwards. <laughs>
0: If that you're going to make
1: a cover band, just call yourself Bobby Portis and the Power Forwards. <laughs> that
0: is a great band name. Um, the Chicago Bulls got a home win against the Cleveland Cavaliers, 118-116 to 116 tonight.
2: Wow, um, good for them. Weren't they writing like nine straight losses?
0: Probably. Chisholm's Bulls, that's Chisholm uh, hey, Holland, at Chisholm
1: Holland, They will still get the seventh overall pick in the draft. They are perpetually cursed to have the seventh <laughs> overall pick. No matter how terrible they are and embarrassing they are, Always number seven in the draft.
0: Yes, they will. The Raptors get a road win uh, in Minnesota tonight, 122-112. to 112. Um, Fred VanVleet had 29 tonight to lead the Raptors. And Jarrett Culver, the rookie from Texas Tech, who's been playing well lately, uh, led hey. the Minnesota Timberwolves with 26.
2: Good for
1: him. Texas uh, Tech's own...
0: A game I really wanted to watch tonight. Uh, the Lakers against the Rockets in Houston. The Lakers get a win 124 to 115. LeBron had 31 <laughs> and 12 assists. And Russell Westbrook had 35. James Harden had 34. Wow. Just points in bunches. The Man. Golden State Warriors got a home win against the Orlando Magic. Yes, the Golden State Warriors, we are all they surprised won? that they won. Oh my hey, goodness! Good for 2020, them. a weird year. A weird. This is year.
2: very. It's weird. already a
0: weird decade.
2: Well, to be talking about Golden State like that, yeah, it's super weird. Especially saying, "Hey, they finally won a game." Now they're not. Oh wait, they still sitting. They still are sitting at the very bottom of the Western Conference. Good for
0: them. And the last game of the night, the Utah Jazz continue their winning ways, uh, getting a home win against the Sacramento Kings, one twenty-three. 2101 Boyan undefeated had 30 tonight for the Jazz.
2: Nice. Undefeated since acquiring Jordan Clarkson. Coincidence? I think not.
1: Jordan Clarkson. Who would have thought that, that would have been a more like under the radar subtle dynamite trade.
2: Oh, I know, right? Jordan
1: Clarkson is a He's a guy that you look at and if if your team trades for him, you, all you think of is, is all those 30-point games that he scored against your favorite team. Yeah. But when you see him on an individual basis, you could potentially think of him as a great scorer. Yeah. But if you see him every single night, he is not that guy. But for Utah, he's worked out thus far. We will see how that ages. But at least for the Jazz, as of late, they have really picked up steam. Uh, they got Mike Conley back. He came came off the bench tonight, which is. Um, a breath of f- fresh air. I mean, as Thunder fans should probably know with uh, the Carmo Anthony experience. Uh, oh, but, gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to say I'm going to come off the bench. <laughs> None of that. Who, I me? I ain't sacrificing no bench roll. But Mike <laughs> Conley is, like, willing to do it for the betterment of the team. That's cool.
2: He's a good but, guy.
1: No, it's, it's worked out for the Jazz. And uh, the Western Conference, as it started off the season a little bit, maybe
2: too top heavy yeah
1: it's starting to kind of fall back into no this is a very dominant conference
2: yeah no it really is because right now uh, as of late I mean this is just my like this these are just my thoughts right here, but as of late, I think the Eastern Conference has looked pretty good. I would hope so. I would
1: hope they. I would hope that they, they are, are not, uh, very personal is, to my. Yeah.
2: Yes, they are my own. Um, yeah, I, I've kind of thought the Eastern Conference has looked pretty dominant lately because it's been a little bit more teeter tottery and unexpected. But now the West is really starting to pick up steam, just like Brady said. Uh, it's looking a lot more like, hey, this really is the Western Conference. They have a lot of star power. They have a lot of great teams. Obviously, the Lakers are on top of that right now, just being incredible. But I mean hey, they kind of had their uh, two seasons in the past couple of seasons, so maybe they're due for it. Good for them.
1: Good for them. Burton, uh, you know, you're looking at these scores. I mean, this time of year, like, it's been described as one of Oklahoma City's favorite basketball players just across the board, Kevin Durant. You know, everybody loves him. This has been described January, early February as the basement of the NBA. Like, when you you look at these scores – and you look at these records. I mean, do you put a lot of stock in like, oh, okay, so the Jazz have won like twelve of their last thirteen of their last fourteen? Like, do you put a lot of stock in that, or do you, are you of the opinion of, okay, what are you going to do after the All Star break? If you, if you get what I'm trying to get to,
0: right? No, I, I definitely, I definitely put stock. I will, I will always put stock if you go if you win twelve out of fourteen at any stretch. Uh, yes, I'm I'm putting stock in that. Um, and just as we get closer, we're Past the halfway point, um, a lot of people—it surprises me—a lot of people still don't know that the All-Star break isn't actually the halfway point. It is more than halfway. No, we, 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 we're the already season. past it. Yes, yeah. we are. We are more than halfway through the season. So, yes, wins starting from now, I think you you really have to bear down and uh, try to decide where where you want to be at the end.
1: Yeah, you got to bear down and uh, get get with Dave Aranda, the new head coach of the University of Baylor. You got to. Bear down, as Mr. Matt Burton says. Cousin of everybody's favorite Thunder player, Deontay Burton. He had that's a great right. li- nice little nice little Thunder game for him tonight. I
2: mean he had some time. He had some time to shine tonight. Good he had some Deontay. time to shine.
1: You no, know, the Thunder. Thunder much, much, much better tonight in the first quarter, outscoring the Trailblazers thirty-two to twenty-four. And if you're thinking, like, well, that's just one of four quarters, Brady, like why is that important? Well, last four Games the first quarter has been a nightmare yes. for Oklahoma City at least defensively. In you know, the Minnesota game, they were able to, out, to keep up scoring. I think they were only outscored by three points in that first quarter. That was the game where Shea gildas Alexander mm-hmm. had his twenty twenty ten game historic night. Good stuff. Great, great ball movement that night. Good look for the Oklahoma City Thunder, but just a little bit of a uh, concerning. Little trend for the Thunder, but they were able to reverse it tonight against a very, very, very short handed Portland Trailblazers team as the Thunder finish a three game homestand, losing two, winning one tonight. They will be on the road against Houston and Russell Westbrook on Monday at four o'clock. And then Orlando on the road against, you know, probably a G League team. Yeah. when we're talking about the Magic, that is that is about as close as a G League team as you're going to get. But yeah. we'll get into more of that. We'll get into the stat cats and that wonderful soundbite that we all love. <laughs> we love to listen to here with our, with our headphones. It is my favorite. With our loud, loud volume headphones.
2: Mm-hmm. We'll get into
1: that next segment. But you are listening to the Thunder First Take postgame show with Madison Morris, Matt Burton back in studio, and I am Brady Trantham on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. With so much love in the OKC, it's kind of hard being CP3 scoring 30 points in a 119-106 victory over the Portland Trailblazers. Yes, I kind of rapped for about a half, half second there. You did great. Brady Trantham, Madison Morris, Matt Burton back in studio. Madison, what are you typing over there?
2: I am typing a text message.
1: Are you typing a text message back to Chisholm Holland?
2: I am. I'm telling him, hey, don't be mad at me for uh, taking back what I said last night. About him being one of my favorites. And not one of being my favorite. You were just... But I rescinded it. And uh, now everyone's my favorite.
1: No, 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 no! You can't have multiple favorites. Yes, I you can. can only have one. There can oh. there can only be one, as Lame. Sean Connery once said. Once some movie there can
2: only be one. There can only be one. There's only one. Can you
1: have multiple husbands,
2: Madison? I mean, you should not. Yes, if some there's people if might. it's Matt
1: Sorum and Steven Tyler Myers Leonard. Yeah, yeah. Look. <laughs>
2: yeah. Look, look at
1: those cheeks getting red, Johnny yeah.
2: Depp.
1: Yeah. I, John, Stop it, Johnny Depp. Of course, Matt Burton. Wait, they... why are
2: you guys naming all of, all of my celebrity crushes? Well, right they
1: shouldn't be obese, right, Matt Burton? Right.
2: Oh wow. Yeah. Matt Burton's doing sit-ups fired. right now. He
1: is doing. Sit-ups I've been doing right sit-ups and, and push-ups this whole
0: time.
2: Yeah. Oh my god.
1: I can barely breathe.
2: Well, I'm gonna cry myself to sleep tonight. Anybody A- else? Hands. A- yes, hands? me. Me. Yes. Okay. Good. good. As
1: you should. The Thunder defeat the Portland Trailblazers, one nineteen to one oh six. This is the Thunder First Take Post Game Show. Madison Morris, Matt Burton, Brady Trantham here. At Brady to Sports on Twitter. At Madison Morris. M A D Y S S O N Morris on Twitter. And Not Matt me. underscore Burton 22 for those interested. If you want to follow us on Twitter. And then also, which you should. Everybody, I just let you know this is also doubling as the OKC82 podcast. And I always plug this thing, and I'm frankly kind of tired of it. So, Madison. Plug the damn podcast. Oh my gosh,
2: I would love to. So, uh, anytime Brady and I are on post game together, or if one of us are on post game with someone else from the franchise, we go ahead and double it as our OKC82 podcast. We started this last season and we do a podcast every. At, or sorry, after every single Thunder game, whether it be on the road or here in Chesapeake Energy Arena. And so tonight, this is going to double as our OKC82 podcast. And you can find it anywhere that you listen to podcasts. My favorite place is Spotify. Uh, you can also find it on, oh gosh, you're going to tell me about this one. Apple Podcasts.
1: Spotify. Uh, Google, Google Play. Google Play. Stitcher. Stitcher.
2: All, I don't use any of those. I use Spotify. If you don't have an account, I'll let you share mine. Just don't laugh at my playlist. What's on your playlist? Um, a lot of Aerosmiths, a lot of du- du- da-
1: da- 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 yeah. Yeah. And no da- Shania da- da- Twain.
2: And no Shania Twain. I because, hate to break hearts out because there.
1: Because at your base, you are a hater.
2: Well, I don't listen to country music.
1: Well, you're a hater. Like, you hated on me last night, which is fine. It's okay. <laughs> you threw me out of the bus. I have like, a lot of hate in my heart, You mo- You moved on from me. It's okay.
2: I apologize. But, yeah, go ahead and follow us uh, anywhere and subscribe. Listen to our podcast. Feel free to get involved with us on... Oh, my God, Kevin, you are so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this. <There it> <laughs> Feel
1: free. Kevin, he just walks away.
2: Kevin is so awesome. Like he
1: did nothing.
2: He just brought us more water. And uh, just go ahead and follow us anywhere that you can find podcasts. You can listen to our OKC82 podcast. And Brady and I break down every single Thunder game that goes on throughout the season. You're not going to want to miss it because I think we're entertaining. Now you can think we're entertaining also. We
1: break it down like Joe Theismann's leg.
0: Oh, well. (laughs) yikes
2: and Matt Burton is muting our mics at the moment oh
1: he's fine Matt Burton's enjoying himself <laughs> right oh, now yes I am
0: I'm enjoying doing sit-ups and push-ups uh,
2: Matt, stop <sighs> I'm you
0: kidding I'm kidding
1: well Madison you should feel bad you
0: body shamed him it's, I did
2: not it's okay. body shame anyone Burton go
1: ahead and tell the
0: story now some story. things some things we need to keep in house
2: don't tell And story. some things, and some things.
1: Fair enough. But for those out there that are listening, driving home from the Thunder game and like excited. And they're driving safe, of course, because um, that is how you should be driving. You should be driving safe. Uh, Madison do. did body shame Matt Burton because she is very, very mean.
2: She's a very I mean
1: person. Not. No, I did no. not. Yeah, I'm just kidding. She's no, no, no. She's fine. She's a nice lady.
2: Hey, uh, Burton, let's go ahead and just rip the Band-Aid off because uh, I'm looking
1: Look kinda- at Madison segueing into this.
2: No, thing. I am. I'm going to start segwaying. Um, So let's go ahead and do... Uh, let's talk some stats because, first of all, I'm going to gently pull my headphones off of my ears, and you can go ahead and fire that up for us, Burton. Yep.
0: Three, two, one. Cover your ears. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Watch new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, cat. Whoa, whoa. Okay, oh, now that we've all survived that one, uh, my stack cat tonight is going to be the points of the paint. Oh, you stole it from me! Did I really? You treacherous oh, woman! You. I know. I'm so sorry. So mine is going to be the points of the paint, just because uh, Oklahoma City outscored the Trailblazers 64 to 42 tonight. Good job. Hey, that was that's pretty big because you. I mean, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they had a lot of good guys like Shea Gilchrist-Alexander. They had Chris Paul. Nerlens Noel was doing, doing his thing in the paint. Uh, obviously, Dennis Schroeder, he was getting in the paint. Steven Adams, not so much, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, they just had a lot of different guys. They were really feeding the paint tonight. I thought that they were able to get their shots off pretty well. They weren't heaving all of those desperation threes I kept talking about last night. They shot 22 threes tonight. They only made seven of them. At least, at least they didn't go overboard. Yeah, they didn't go overboard because what did they do? They shot forty plus last night, and it just looked
1: because they were down like twenty the entire game, so they had to. I
2: mean, it's an act of desperation. I just don't like that. And so they only shot twenty two tonight. Making seven of them, you kind of look at that and cringe a little bit, but if you really put it into perspective, it's really not that bad. And so, yeah, they fed the paint a lot. They really utilized their guys when they were able to, and so I think that's really what uh, won them this game, not just feeding the paint, but actually playing some smart basketball. And so... I want to give a shout out to the Thunder with that because being able to outscore Portland, that's that's gonna win you games. Well Madison
1: wears all black all the time. I do, it's and just like people that wear all black, she's very treacherous. And she stole my stat stat of the night, so I have to quickly pivot, but I will add to her stat of the night. Do it. The Thunder with with that stat in the points of the paint. They were sorely, even though the Heat, like, if you think about that game last night, you think about the Heat just, like, outshot the Thunder, especially from the perimeter. But they also outscored the Thunder in the paint by 10 points, and Toronto sorely outscored the Thunder in the paint. Yeah. And, of course, that game, uh, Stephen Adams leaves the game early with a right knee contusion. He misses the entire heat game. So it should come as no surprise that the Thunder are a little bit outclassed in the paint in terms of defense, with especially with New Orleans Noel missing one of those games. He, of course, played last night. So it shouldn't surprise anybody. So because I have to quickly pivot, I will move towards the rebounding. Oklahoma City out-rebounds. Portland 48-40 to 40 tonight. They both had 12 offensive rebounds. But mainly because, you know, eight rebounds, I mean, that's not really something that's going to outweigh, like, the outcome of a game most of the time, but... Because of what we've seen over the last two to three weeks with Shea Gobles Alexander's uh, um, rebounding, whether it be defensive or offensive, mm-hmm. it's mainly been on the defensive glass. I mean, the Thunder—they are a half-court team. They are a half-court offense. It's the antithesis of what we've seen in the Thunder over the last few years with Russell Westbrook, where they have been a transition offense, a fast-break offense, and that's where they thrived. And when they have to, when they're forced to slow the game down and get into the half-court, they struggle to an extent. Um, that's not the case with this team. This team is the, like I said, the antithesis. So the half-court opportunities are basically just a cherry on top and a bonus. Mm -hmm. And how those have been spurred on is by Shea Gildas-Alexander's rebounding off the defensive glass and starting the fast break because while Shea isn't the most athletically gifted human being on earth, he's not super fast, he's not super quick, he's not agile as much as a Russell Westbrook, but he's still athletic enough that if he gets the rebound and he starts the break, he can make things happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, he could potentially grow into something more athletically gifted than what we're seeing right now, and especially if that time comes where Chris Paul is traded, where Danilo Gallinari is traded, and it's his team. Maybe we see a little bit of a different level of Shea Gillis-Alexander at that point. But as Raz right now, Billy Donovan and the Thunder are basically trying to ask him, hey, we need you to rebound more. We need you to start the break more. And I asked Billy Donovan about this uh, last week before, uh, I believe, the Toronto game. Is is Shea Gillis-Alexander rebounding on the defensive glass a catalyst to the the pace increasing? Billy Dominic completely 100% said, yeah, that is exactly the answer. Right. We want him to uh, rebound. And him having 10 rebounds tonight kind of really added to the theme of the Thunder, getting out in transition, getting out and scoring uh, in possessions. And, it was, again, it was a game that they should have won. The Portland Trailblazers are technically a worse team in terms of win-loss record with the eighth seed right, right now. I don't know what they are after this loss tonight. It might be them or San Antonio. It's going to be a toss-up for that eight for that eight seed. The Thunder are still currently comfortable in that seventh seed, but if the Thunder want to continue their winning ways, they not only have to thrive in the half-court, they have to improve and be more versatile in ways that they can win. And one of the ways is Shai Gilgeous-Alexander. Improving his numbers on the defensive Mm -hmm. glass, getting out in pace, and expanding the ways that the Thunder team can uh, score points.
2: Yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of want to see more from Shea just because um, I love the fact that he has been able to, to up his game the past couple of months because that was kind of a big talk, especially with Jerry. Shout out Jerry Ramsey. He was kinda, he was kind of talking about Shea Gilchrist-Alexander. He didn't have that star power yet that Jerry was looking for, and it was a lot of, hey, you know, I want to see Shay being – more of a like an all-around type of player. That is kind of what Russell Westbrook was, and I don't want to compare Shea to Russell at all. They're two totally different players, very big age uh, difference right there. But, I mean, Shea, he, he's done exactly what he's been asked to do. I mean, he has stepped up his game uh, grabbing a lot of boards. He's been dishing out the ball a lot more. He had five assists tonight, but there were a lot of games at the first of the season, guys, where he had maybe – one to three assists he wasn't exactly you know yeah setting these guys up and if you're going to be the future of this franchise be a point guard and uh be a guy who's pretty much the primary ball handler you're gonna have to set up your entire team and all uh, you know the four other guys that are on the court with you at the time and so shay he wasn't exactly doing that i think he's done a lot better about that as the season has gone on and i mean Hey, give him credit. This is his first season here in Oklahoma City. He has a long road ahead of him. I like the way that he has been able to amp it up and kind of uh, amplify his game a little bit as well. So... You know, I, I think he's on the right path because, like Brady said, he had 10 rebounds tonight. He dished the ball out five times, picked up 22 points. He's a good scorer, and that's you know that's not going to change. I think that's going to be something consistent for him. But at the same time, Shea Gilchrist-Alexander, he's going to have to become a more well-rounded player, and I think he's on the right track to do that.
1: Exactly. I mean, Thunder fans, whatever your expectations are in the short term for this team, I mean, everything should just be a bonus because what you're seeing out of SGA, Darius Baisley, Hamadou Diallo, like, players that you may think are a part of the next decade of thunder basketball everything that you see is it's for it's for a long-term goal appreciate what chris paul danilo gallinari what these veterans that are on this team maybe for the short term yeah. for all we know what they're instilling into guys like sga Hamidou diallo and Darius Baisley, because it's going to pay dividends in the future what like You may have some ideas like, oh, SGA's a point guard. He should be having more assists, blah, blah, blah. Appreciate it now because when it becomes the SGA experience, we don't know what that looks like. We know what it looks like when he's the fourth or the fifth scoring option with the LA Clippers. We know what it looks like now, like halfway through the season, as the second, third, and sometimes the first scoring option with the Oklahoma City Thunder. But we don't know what it looks like completely the entire season. And the entire season's outlook as this is SGA's team. Yeah. That's going to come in time. So just appreciate this, basically, this learning experience for all these young guys because Chris Paul, like, he may not be long for this world, Thunder-wise, but his teaching, his mentorship, it's going to live on in Thunder lore, potentially, if the Thunder get back to where they want to be in a few years. If they're there, you have to always look back to this season right now and thank Chris Paul for yeah. what he did because SGA and Dear Spaisley, every time we talk to him, that's all they talk about. Oh, we love sure. Chris Paul. We love playing with him, and he is the guy that we need right now.
2: No, I love that so much. I want to hear from you, Matt Burton. What do you think of SGA right now and just how he's playing, how he's evolving, how he's communicating with these guys? Just what do you think about him?
0: No, I think he, I think he's doing great. I mean, people forget, and I've, I think Jerry must have forgot this whenever he said Shea doesn't have that. That star well, he power a lot. It's okay. Um, <laughs> it's only his second year in the league. He was a rookie last year. He's twenty-one years he old. Twenty-one everybody. years old. He and is. You are, it is his the way NBA year the
1: contracts are set up. You're probably going to have him at least until he's twenty-eight. Yes,
0: yeah, so you're going to have him for at least like seven more years. So you're you're going to have to get familiar with this guy. Uh, he plays like a like a, I say it all the time. He plays like a savvy veteran, especially exactly. the way especially the way he can get to the to the rim. Uh, I always use the comparison of uh, Manu Ginobili. He reminds me of Ginobili getting to the rim. He's not the most athletic guy. He's not the quickest guy, but he's just crafty and knows how to get by you and uh, go finish at, at the rim. Um, I, I like what I see with Shea. Uh, I think he can get he can become even a better shooter. He was 0 for three uh, or 0 for four from three tonight, um, and he he kind of takes a little while to get his shot off. He didn't he didn't get his shot off super quick, uh, which I think I think he can improve on on his uh, three-point shooting even more. And it, just remember, it's only his second year in the league, and he's doing this, and he's only he's getting overshadowed by guys he was in the same class with, uh, like Trey Young and Luka Doncic. But those guys are anomalies. Luka Doncic might be the MVP this year. Luka like,
1: Doncic might be one of the best players to ever play like 10, 15 years from now. yes yeah, yeah. so,
0: so he's getting compared to those guys who are in the same draft class, but those guys are two – well, Trey's one of the best scorers in the NBA – Luca might be an MVP. Uh, Shea has a case for being the third best player uh, out of that class uh, already. So uh, just his trajectory, uh, it's only going to get better, Thunder fans.
1: Matt Burton, thank you so much, as always. You do a stand-up job. I I couldn't imagine who I'd be doing this with other than you, especially considering you do have a connection to the Oklahoma City Thunder as being the first cousin of the one Deontay Burton. Thank you so much, sir.
0: (laughs) Yes, thank you. Of Of course, of course. Unbiased, too, even though my family's on the team. Of course, you're
1: 100% professional, and we appreciate you. Madison Morris, thank you so much for coming back.
2: Oh, my gosh, of course. To your
1: original partner's side. I appreciate that. Hey,
2: I'm on your side, Brady. I got you.
1: I appreciate that. Flint Restaurant, thank you so much.
2: Thank you. You always take
1: care of us, and we love you so much for it. But you have been listening to the Thunder First Take Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise 107.9 Tulsa. The Thunder defeat the Portland Trailblazers. They are back in action Monday afternoon at 4 o'clock Central Time against Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and the Houston Rockets. And it's
2: Martin Luther King Day. And
1: it will be Martin Luther King Day, so everybody take a moment and think back in this country's Most interesting and great history, and appreciate Martin Luther King and everything he has done for this country's history. Appreciate that. Chris Paul actually talked about that before the game tonight. That was a great little moment. So uh, stay tuned with us at 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 Tulsa, for all your Thunder content and your Thunder coverage. We will keep you covered. But thank you, everybody, for listening tonight. You are listening to 107.7 The Franchise in OKC, 107.9 in Tulsa.